everyone. Welcome to another episode of CBIA's BizCast. I'm Shannon King, and today I talked with Bonnie Del Conte, president and CEO of Constep, an affiliate of CBIA that provides business growth consulting and lean best practices for manufacturers across the state. Constep has been working hard the past two weeks in collaboration with CBIA to offer guidance to manufacturers from manufacturing personal protective equipment or PPEs to adjusting to a disrupted supply chain. For more information about Constep, visit C-O-N-N-S-T-E-P.org. And here is my conversation with Bonnie. So Bonnie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, How are you, Shannon? I'm doing well, uh, working remotely and still working hard, getting getting this information out to members and to Constep clients. Uh, actually, my first question for you is uh, Constep and CBIA have been collaborating uh, since they affiliated, but especially in the past two weeks, if you can believe it. Uh, what have the two organizations been doing to collaborate to share information to members of CBIA and clients of Constep, particularly manufacturers? Well, um, a huge initiative when we formed our affiliation, um, uh, which will be two years ago in July, was to to do a deep dive on manufacturing and bringing um, one voice to manufacturing through the CMC or the Connecticut Manufacturing Collaborative. Uh, having industry, um, you know, have a voice in state government, you know, coming up with some legislation through this group of uh, asking to have a chief manufacturing officer. And as you're aware, and everybody should know by by now, because he's doing such a great job, Colin Cooper um, took that position. And just what's happened in the past two weeks, uh, the foundation has been set. But boy, it's really throttled into high gear in the past two weeks of having the CMC group, which we have good representations for for all small to medium-sized manufacturers throughout the state. Um, And because of COVID-19 and and the disruption to the manufacturers and the supply chains, I should probably say uh, disruptive supply chains of what everybody's doing for you know, producing uh, PPE as well as just their normal business activities has really escalated our efforts between the two organizations to really say how could we be effective in getting this information to and from, be a conduit for all the questions that are coming in, as well as disseminating all the great information that people are working on and have to offer out there. So, um, we've really ramped it up with the, the two areas by, you know, baptism by fire of saying we don't want to duplicate efforts and how can we streamline things. So um, with the help of our partners at, uh, at the CMC from all the other manufacturing organizations, we're meeting um, on three times calls during the week, half hour calls, gathering information to take those questions in from the manufacturers of what their really their critical needs are. Um, in fact, the the two marketing and um, uh, communications department between the two organizations have just released as of today um, a form where we could filter calls in a more um, cohesive fashion to take these questions online. 
we put out a credentialing certificate just the other day for people to populate online to help them with employees that have to be um, driving and, and transporting and be on the roads back and forth to work in case they're questioned where they're going. Um, and then disseminating, again, the answers to some of these questions, where to find things, where to link. We've co- uh, combined links from both organizations, um, have worked with Colin Cooper and the people at the state to get things out, such as just this morning um, about the uh, loan, the state loan program that's coming out. We can quickly get that out. So it's not as much, it's all out there and everybody has a good message and, and vehicle to get this messaging out of their own systems, but to have it centrally in one place and very, very timely is very, very critical. So that we've really ramped up those efforts in the past two weeks and, and we've been getting great feedback of thank you. Thank you for the two organizations of taking charge and getting it out there so we've got one place to go and we can click and we can get on it very easily and find it you know, at our fingertips. Absolutely. I would agree with you. And I've, you know, I've been a part of that, you know, doing a podcast like this and talking with you and making sure that um, all businesses, not just manufacturers, all industries can get this information as quickly as possible. Um, So we're going to continue to do that. Uh, You mentioned manufacturers and I've been seeing on social media the past few days, uh, manufacturers have been sort of adjusting their operations to want to manufacture PPEs uh, or protection equipment uh, for healthcare workers. Um, so what if, what questions have you been getting from manufacturers that want to help uh, with manufacturing these PPEs? And uh, what are some of the biggest issues or questions they've been having about getting involved? Sure. Um you know, it, it starts obviously from the needs base of, of the critical supplies um, that we need to get our hands on right away. And, and, and you're hearing on the news that, you know, unfortunately, this might get a little bit more critical before it, it, it evens off. And so those shortages of supplies um, that are very, very critical are in demand and we're not producing enough. Um, there are companies that have capacity that want to be able to do this. Um, unfortunately, it's just not a really quick turn because some of it is is some education on retooling. And then there's also um, that they have to have the knowledge and they have to have um, the information to be able to produce this. They have to have the specifications. So that's one end of it that'll take a little bit more time Um and then there's certainly those that have extra things that they want to share. Um, I.e., there was a uh, a woman that outreached just yesterday or the day before about the critical need for um, you know N95s for masks for the workers, the nurses that that are taking care of critical um, patients uh, down at Yale New Haven. And these nurses and caretakers and and everybody that's on uh, the medical side um, has to be protected, obviously, and they're working in areas that are high risk. So, you know, how do we help supply them and where can we look for suppliers? You know, some really quick thoughts are 
some of the, the manufacturers or, excuse me, businesses that are not considered essential to be open right now that use these same supplies, such as um, nail salons, um, contractors that do floor sanding, people that wear these masks, that's a quick need, right? A, a, a quick go after, I should say, right away. Can we get some of these people that have these supplies up and just get them from their location to the critical areas, such as in healthcare? Um, the other part of it is those that want to go in, as you mentioned before, and say, I've got some capacity, um, you know, how do they do this and, and get specifications? Uh, we're talking about that, of, of how we set up, you know, databases and portals in some places for people to go so we can call this a matchmaking process. Um, you know, CONSTEP right now is part of the um, NIST MEP as a national program. We talk about it daily. We had three calls on it yesterday, so we're taking information from around the U.S. of who's doing what, where the capacity is, how can they get into that business, and then, you know, it's really ha it, the, the most difficult thing is to get how many do you need, you know, what's the real um, order on this and, and the resources needed, and then, again, get to the person that has those specifications that can share what exactly goes into this because some of them are, are quite in-depth, number one, and number two, you know, you have other restrictions when you're going to make medical devices and you're normally a manufacturer that might be in auto or aerospace because you have different requirements and certifications such as FDA. So right now we're in this matchmaking stage and, and getting places where people to say from both sides, I can do this and also finding out, you know, who needs what and then the end game is who is out there to buy it and, and who's going to take this on production. Absolutely. I mean, that's really great to hear that manufacturers are uh, opening their doors and they want to uh, manufacture these PPEs um, in such a critical time. So we'll, we'll certainly be on the lookout for that information. We'll definitely share that uh, through our channels. Um, and the last question I have, you mentioned before, there has been a disruption in the uh, supply chain for manufacturers. How are you directing manufacturers to finding new vendors um, or finding other suppliers that may be uh, reducing their operations or are closed or um, are having other issues? How are you helping your clients right now? Sure. Um, if if we hear that, you know, we just had a, uh, a blast from a, a couple of clients just this morning that said... Um, I'm in need of X, my supplier in one place of uh, the country or right here in Connecticut, you know, has stopped production for whatever the reason might be, you know, shortage of workforce, just can't do it. Um, you know, their supply chain is not supplying to them. Um, where can I get this product? So then we can go out through our system. We can look at sourcing by, you know, the, especially through the MEP system, they've got a large, they've got all of the data on our clients um, that we do project work. And then, so we go back and we say to their data people, can you give us lists by NAX codes? Can you give us people that are in there and where they are populated throughout the U.S.? 
you know, it's not a perfect world. Um, we got a list the other day of something and there were a couple of on there that were Connecticut based then, uh, suppliers that, that could be, um, answer some of the, the critical needs for some of these manufacturers as an, as a new, um, supplier to them. And if they're, We've got to do a little scrubbing because it's not perfect. We could end up with somebody that has a NAX code that's, you know, not the right thing. They're in the hairdressing business and they happen to use a product that's that that looks like it's the same code on there, but it's not. And they don't manufacture it. They actually, um, you know, it's just they buy it. So once we do some of that scrubbing of that, and those are just sometimes personal conversation, Shannon. We have to get on the phone. We have to get our, our subject matter experts out and, and call them, email them and find out exactly what they are. And if they're, they're a, you know, a trusted supplier that we can make the connection to on the other side. So, um, again, I use the word matchmaking and that's really what it is. Um, but you know, the more that we get data that we can scrub from a national perspective, we can share that. We also have great data in the state of where people are by class codes that helps define it. And then it's really the scrubbing and, and matching them together. Um, and a lot of people are then at the outcome are looking also at the same point, looking to where are they going to sell their product to? So we've got the other side of the coin with this disruption in the supply chain that they've got knocked out of the supply chain in some instances and they're looking for new people to sell to. So it's kind of going in both directions, but um, hopefully we'll have some great lessons learned out of this as well. You know, we're, we're attacking it as it's an immediate need. And certainly I'm going to say first and foremost, that's the right thing to do. We want to help people. We want to get product out there where we can help the, you know, COVID is the first thing that we're thinking about the health of everybody, you know, without the health of the people, then, you know, we won't have people to manufacture in the future or the need for manufacturing. So that's first and foremost. And then how can we do this and help our businesses sustain? And how can we help them as we come out of this, as we will at some point to be up and ready and get back into production and keep their employees employed and keep their, their businesses going. So it's, that's sort of our future state. So we're sort of mapping that out of what's current, what's most needed people, businesses, and then being up, helping them be up and ready when this does turn around. Absolutely. I agree with you. I, I think that was a great place to end. Um, so Bonnie, thank you so much for talking with me for a couple minutes. I know you've been working incredibly hard and you've been very busy, um, you know, doing the things you just said, helping people and businesses stay running as much as they can during this time. And especially after this is over. I mean, we, we don't know when this is going uh, to be over. Um, so thank you so much for talking with us. And um, is there anything else that you'd like to mention? Um, no, it'd be, you know, besides the fact that, that we want everybody and their families to be well and safe and, you know, keep calling us, keep coming to our websites. I, I, I think that we're trying hard to be a, a, a really good central depository of information. So, you know, um, both CBIA and Concept together keep coming to us and, and badgering us for more information and tell us what you want. And, and we're trying to respond because we want to help everybody here in the Connecticut uh, economy and, and businesses going forward. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Bonnie, be well, and um, we will talk with you soon. Thanks, Shannon. For the latest COVID-19 information, 
visit cbia.com. Follow us on Twitter at CBIA News and on Facebook. Call us anytime at 860-244-1900. Stay safe out there.